Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of A Guy and a Girl Talk Sports, where we are a guy and a girl who just really love to talk all things sports. Even in a time when there's not a lot of live sports happening, we will always find something to talk about or someone to interview. So if you love sports as much as we do, make sure you're tuning in every Monday and every Thursday for another episode of A Guy and a Girl Talk Sports. And thank you guys so much for choosing A Guy and a Girl Talk Sports to listen to. We know that there's so many amazing podcasts out there, so we really appreciate it. And if you want to take the time, leave a rating, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe for every single episode to come. With that being said, if you want a little daily fix of A Guy and a Girl Talk Sports, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at GG Talk Sports. All right, let's get into today's highlights. But before we get into today's highlights, we just want to say one shout out to everybody that has ever listened to an episode of A Guy and a Girl Talk Sports. We appreciate you. We can't thank you enough. This is episode 50. A big 50. A big 5-0. I know. I agree. It's crazy we've made it this far, and especially during this crazy time. Like, I'm thankful for everybody who has come on, who has listened, all of the above, because we have still enjoyed doing it, even though there aren't any live sports on at the moment. But in our highlights, we'll let you know about some that are up and coming. All right, so the first one that we want to kind of just discuss, actually, we're not even going to discuss this. We're just going to say this and then move on to the next highlight. This is NASCAR. So if you guys were listening to our previous episode, we talked about how there was reportedly a noose found in Bubba Wallace's um, garage. And then long story short, the FBI did their dig. A day later, reports came out that it was not a noose. It was just, it was something that looked like a noose that was just in the garage. Yeah, that had so, been there, I guess. We just want to report that because we didn't want to just leave it just kind of dot, dot, dot with us saying all those things about the noose. So I guess reportedly it was not a noose. Yeah, I did see that NASCAR is still going to investigate um, why it had been tied into a noose-like um, form because normally those ropes are just hanging there without any knots in them. So they were going to check into that. But other than that, it was not anything that was apparently nothing hate crime related. Exactly, which is great Yeah, if that's the case. But so, it still, I mean, brought about a lot of good, too, at the same time. That is true. So without that potentially happening, a lot of good, like stuff said, wouldn't have happened, which is a great thing. So moving on, there is, my God, the month of July might be the craziest month of sports potentially ever to happen. I mean, it's possible. We already know that the NBA is coming back. We already know that MLS is coming back. We already know that women's soccer is coming back. Um I got a list here for you. Oh, let's get it. You were almost, I mean, you were actually. I was going to write. What else were you going to say? What else were you going to say? Keep going. I want to see if you're going to finish. Okay. What else? Anything else? And more UFC. I mean, that that's pretty, yeah. Okay, what else? What I All right, now we're moving on. All let's right, guys. Talk. But do you want the dates? Do you want to know the date stuff? Sure. All right, so the dates are the MLS tournament starts on July 8th, and then following that, the NHL training camp opens up, which is on July 10th. MLB opening day is July 23rd and 24th. The National Women's Soccer League Challenge Cup Final will be July 26th. The NBA restart date is July 30th. The WNBA start date is late July. It's still TBD. Yeah. And then NFL training camps open late July as well. But before all of these things happen in late July, we have a fantastic, I mean, if you guys aren't UFC fans, you should tune into this card because personally, I think it's going to be a great one. I'm really excited about it. And that is Poirier versus Hooker, and that is on June 27th. It's going to be a fantastic lightweight bout. But with that being said, that's going to wrap up our highlights, and we're going to move on to the GG of the episode. So, Steph, what is the GG of the episode? 
So the GG of the episode is always when we give out a big fat L to somebody who probably did something stupid, said something stupid, or just something they shouldn't have done. So we try and bring a little bit of comic relief to it or just call somebody out on something um, that, that was probably stupid. Yeah, so essentially, this one's going to go out to one of our, you know, he's not our favorite, but we do also, he's not hes not one of our least favorite players. He's yeah. probably like top, what, five? Yeah, sure, why not? All right, sure. He's top five in my book, probably top three, but anyways, that is Novak Djokovic. So, GG goes to Novak Djokovic and pretty much anybody else who participated in this tournament, or I guess it was an exhibition tournament that yeah. he hosted, um, because, I mean, essentially, everybody knows what COVID is. Everybody knows what the problem is with COVID, how it spreads, um, who is likely to get it, yada, 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 the list goes on. Everybody knows what COVID-19 is. Yeah. And they knowingly participated in an exhibition tournament Mm -hmm. without taking any, I mean any guys, no precautions necessary at all. There's literally zero protocol in place. Like the players didn't even get tested. They just showed up from wherever they were previously. Um, it was in Serbia and it was also in Croatia, so it was not even all in the same place. Um, fans were allowed, so thousands of fans participated. There was zero social distancing amongst fans, and then people were shocked somehow when players tested positive after the fact for, I guess, in the middle of um, the tournament for COVID nineteen. Like they were surprised. I mean, this is just another head scratcher. Like you know what's going to happen if you put yourself in those situations because. Or one plus one situations too. One plus one equals two. Yeah. There's not a one plus one minus one equals one yet. Like we don't have a, and that would be me putting in like a person plus a person plus medicine equals. Yeah. Obviously, you get the point. Yeah. So we don't have that yet. There's no medicine. There's no resolution to COVID. So let's just be smart. Let's just be safe. Let's just be. It's not that difficult to wear a mask. I know. And I'm going to throw another level of GG onto the situation, too, because then after having to, like, shut it all down, obviously, and after Novak and his wife both tested positive, Novak's dad said that it was Grigor Dimitrov's fault, that he is the one who's responsible for all of this, and that he, like, tested or, yeah, he, like, tested in a different country, and so that's not fair. Like, he basically blamed it all on one guy, even though multiple people ended up with it and tested positive for it. So that's just another GG. Like, one, don't have the event. And then, two, don't point fingers when you're responsible for organizing the event in general. It's just not cool. No, not cool at all. So GG goes to them. With that being said, I would like to kind of caveat this in at the very end. We hope that they get healthy. We yes, hope that absolutely. they <laughs> We <laughs> hope that they get well. But also, just be smart, guys. It, this is a terrible time. It's a weird time. Just take care of yourselves. And the most importantly... If you're taking care of yourselves, you're going to be taking care of others. And that, that's all that matters. You just got to take care of everybody at this point. Yeah. So with that being said, we're going to kind of conclude our GG, conclude our highlights, and then move into today's topic, which is instead of us asking all the questions, we asked you guys to ask us questions on our Instagram. So if you want, go follow because next time we do this, you can ask a question, GG Talk Sports. And essentially, we're just going to answer your questions. Yeah, exactly. In celebration of our 50th episode, we're going to answer everybody else's questions. Um, So let's get into it. What's the first one? So the first question is from One and Only Sports. If you could be anyone in sports, who would it be? Oof. So this is kind of tough because as much as I think it would be cool to be a professional athlete, I don't think I would want to be one. So I think I would want to be a coach, if I'm being totally honest. I think I would want to be Steve Kerr. Um, because I never would have guessed that that's fantastic I love that (laughs) I think that I love the position he's in I think he's just a great person in general and then also the team he gets to coach is pretty fantastic also Um, so I I would be him 
I never would have guessed that you would have said that. I I love that answer. That's a fantastic. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this, and I was like, all right, would I be somebody that's already played? Would I be somebody on like the back nine of their career, like Tom Brady after he's had all that success? True. And then I was like, eh, you know, hold up. I got two answers. Okay. One, I think Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's a good one. Because he's got a good head on his shoulders too. Great head on his shoulders. Not to mention like what he's gonna do in the NFL in the next five to ten years is gonna be incredible. But I will also say this, I think it would be like really, really cool to be messy. Yeah, that'd be a really good one. Because I mean it's messy. messy. Yeah. That's like, a good one. Like, those are both really good ones. I so like I think them. those two would be mine just for those pure reasons. But I also will say if we're gonna kinda dabble in a couple other sports, McGregor <laughs> like I would just love to see what he thinks. I just wanna see how his head works. True. And I also do like the idea of like, yeah, you do a lot of training up front, but like you get paid a crap ton of money for like twenty minutes. That's what I'm twenty five minutes, which is pretty awesome. So, but with that being said, those twenty five minutes you could potentially die. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Okay, those are our picks. What, who, who asked us that question? One and only sports. Okay, perfect. Thank you for that question. Let's move on to question number two. All right, question number two. This is from the sports, Brad. If you guys haven't checked out our podcast episode with her, go check it out after you listen to this one. It was fantastic. We talked about so much. I think, I mean, we kind of talked about the baseball. The series. We talked about the Lance documentary. I mean, there was a ton. Yeah. COVID-19, we talked about that too. We did talk about COVID. <laughs> Anyways, with that being said, she asked us two questions. The first one, if you could travel back in time, mm-hmm. which game would you want to see live? That's a good question. If I could travel back in time, I would want to be at uh, KU Men's Basketball's Championship Victory. That's what I would want to be at. Oh, man. And I do not want to be at the game where they play Syracuse and lose. So don't say that one. Ah, you suck. All right, I won't. Um, All right, so this might be corny, and this might be because I'm just a place kicker, but I think it would be fantastic to travel back in time to see where Vinatieri hit the field goal for the Patriots in the snow. Yeah, I think that will be really freaking cool. Can you imagine, like, just seeing that happen in real life? Like, That's what I'm saying. It's really cool to watch even just on TV, like, as a rerun. And also, like, we went to a Green Bay game, and it was freezing. And, like, the, freezing. that atmosphere is, like, a whole nother level. So I can't imagine, like, in the blizzard That's what I'm situation. saying. Plus, like, I don't know, just for me, I watched that kick so many times on, like, the video and, like, YouTube and all that yeah. crap. So, like, it'd be really cool to see it live. But, all right, one. that's a great question. Second question she asked might be even better. Future mm-hmm. dream matchup in any sport. Oh boy. To watch, obviously, like to go to watch. Okay. Do you have an answer off the top of your I head? I do. Okay, you go first. <laughs> A oh, Kansas Syracuse finals matchup because, well, we would go. We would go. <laughs> yeah, for and sure. it'd be vicious. I mean, it would be the household would be torn apart, guys. No bullshit. The household would be literally torn apart. Okay, I have to say, like, I'm not a good loser. Like, Mm-mm. I'm a sore loser. Like, you're kind of a good loser. Like, you're not, like, a sore, sore loser, but I'm a sore loser. Like, I would hold a grudge for a solid period of time, I See, think. See, but that's what tennis, mm-hmm. for example, you tennis is a solo sport. Like, if you lose, you lose because you're on your own. Like, that's true. Like, if I lose at football or something, not not saying most of the time I lost because of others. That's yeah. not the case at all. <laughs> Let's just throw that one but out it there. it was, like, a, a group It was a team loss. loss. Yeah. You had others that were all pissed together. It yeah. wasn't, like, a... By yourself in your locker room, like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a sore loser. Like, I can't lose even, like, a board game without being That is true. Bit. You're a really bad sore loser. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to anything at all in general, if you lose, you're pissed. And I will say, I don't get pissed. I just think about, like, one, how could I have done it differently? And then I'm like, all right, let's run it back. No, I get mean. Yeah, I you get, get mean. mean. 
Which you get is aggressive. Not a good trait. <laughs> she beats me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't say that. Um, <laughs> she doesn't, guys. So I don't think I would want that to happen because that would cause a bit of a unless Ku won, but then I would feel bad for you at the same time. So that's true. I think I would pick. Um, I think I would pick like one more really big face off against two like really big names in the NFL. Like I would want like a Rogers Brady. Super Bowl, I think that could be a really good, That'd like, cool. while they both still have some left in them, I think that would be a really good game to watch, because so that's, about, like, history. All right, so can I change my answer, then, since, obviously, I don't want to wish that upon us, because it sounds like don't I might get beaten up. It. Well, all right, let me put a little asterisk next to mine, because if this happens and I go missing, you guys know who to call. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh but with that being said, I think that maybe, what about, like, a World Cup championship matchup? Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be cool. With, like, U.S. in it, obviously. I mean... Yeah, I mean, that'd be fantastic, but it doesn't have to be. Okay, that's a good one. Thank you so much for your questions, the sports brat. Those are both really good. Obviously got us talking. (laughs) All right, number three, say it out loud sports. Which live sporting event have you been to that is most memorable? Let's change it up. So the first time we did this Q&A, somebody asked us a similar question, Mm -hmm. and we got dragged down the topic of talking about our time in Green Bay. Yeah. And obviously you just talked about it. I just mentioned it already, yeah. Where the Packers played the Vikings, and they... They obviously lost to the Vikings in the last second Hail Mary attempt. It was fantastic. Crazy. Yeah. Terrible. We just covered it. So we just got down the same dark hole. So I'm going to change my answer. Um, I really loved going to, I believe it was like the Sweet 16 or the Elite 8 watching KU play, which I just mentioned KU, so it's kind of lame. I'm on this KU track. I think I've used them for like the last three questions, but... I think, like, March Madness atmosphere is just something that is on another level. So I really enjoyed that as my, like, really good memory. Yeah, I think I spoke about this on our actual previous podcast episode with Annie OD on Sports, which, Mm -hmm. like we say, every time pretty much we mention anybody, go check the episode out after you get done listening. It was fantastic. She was a great guest. But I think it probably had to be the NHL playoff game when we went to see the Preds play the Stars. That was an incredible, I mean, just, like, walking in there, First time ever that we've been into Bridgestone Arena for a Preds game with that atmosphere, the playoffs. I mean, it was was nuts. That's true. That's a good one. So I think that probably has to be number one. So next question. Number four, Sported OD, MLB, NBA, NHL, which will have most of our attention this summer? That's a great question and actually really hard to answer. It is really hard to answer. And we talked about this a few episodes ago, too, just how insane it's going to be, like, just, like, what channel is going to have which games at what time? Like, there's going to be so much overlap that's never happened before. Um, And I think, if I'm going to be totally honest, I think that the NBA will get the most of the attention because I know the NHL will be going straight into playoffs, too. um, But I think there's just naturally more basketball fans than there are hockey fans at the moment. And I think, like, playoff sports is going to be such high intensity that I think playoffs will get more attention by default. And since MLB is not in the playoffs at the very beginning, I think all of our attention will go to NBA because it's going to be the playoffs. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that it probably, in terms of my eyes and rankings, it goes NBA, NHL, and then MLB and MLS are honestly probably pretty even for me. Yeah. And that's just speaking in terms of myself, so don't go crazy or anybody or tell me I'm lying. <laughs> but I just think... And then in terms of everybody else, I think that the NBA is going to get the most viewers because like Steph said. I was speaking on behalf of everybody, sorry. No, I agree. They have the most viewers. But I will say, I think that the NHL's viewership will creep up when it gets closer to the actual Stanley Cup playoffs or finals. Um, And then I will say, I think that the MLB will creep up whenever playoffs kind of get started up and kind of get interesting. Um, 
But I think that MLS is actually going to sneak in there a little bit at times because yeah. it's a great, I don't know, this is a weird way of saying soccer is fantastic for being a buy time sport. Like a, I don't know, like you can just turn it on in the background and you don't have to watch. And then all of a sudden you turn it. And then something is crazy happening and you're like pumped about it. I agree. I think that's a good point to make. Like, especially if they're, if you're waiting on something else, like MLS can be on, like your, your time is going to be full. Or if you're working. I mean, a lot of people are working. I mean, we're working okay. from home. We're yeah. quarantined. Like we turn on the TV and we just let it run. I know. And I'm excited too, because MLS is like a tournament based sort of format to start too, which I think will be really fun to watch. So, I mean, it's all going to be good. That's a really good question. <laughs> yeah, that was a great question. And then I think NFL is going to sneak in there at some point in time. Sure and then it's going to be interesting that. to see how all of that even works together. So with that being said, great question. Question number five, NFL Predictions Network, most underrated NFL team heading into the season? Hmm. My opinion, I keep answering first, so I'm sorry if I'm stealing your answers. but Oh, you haven't yet. Well, that's not true. You did the Kansas one, but that's okay. It's all right. <laughs> so my um, opinion is that the 49ers are the most underrated because they were literally just in the Super Bowl, and I think people just like, I mean, act like they weren't just in the Super Bowl. And I think that they doubt Jimmy G a lot. And so I think just by nature of their success last year and how little people are talking about them or concerned about them this year, I think they're the most underrated. Did I steal it? No, but then okay. you made me – no, but you, you kind of helped me actually figure out my answer because I, I didn't really know what I was going to say because there's so many teams that I feel like are kind of underrated this year. But if we're looking at the NFL and we're going most underrated NFL team heading into the season, it has to be the Patriots. I mean, I mean right? that's true. That's a good point, too. Has to be the Patriots. Who who in the hell thinks the Patriots are going to win this year? But I also want to say, like, they're, yes, very underrated, but they're also not proven. So, like, they're underrated that is for true. a reason. Because... Well, they're proven in every other aspect but the QB, if you think about it. I mean, they have a lot of vets that have won Super Bowl rings on the team. They just don't have TB12. Or Gronk, but they didn't have Gronk a few years from. ago. I don't know. I agree, though. It's, but that's the, underrated. But that's the argument that we're going to find out. Is it Brady or is it Belichick? I or, know. I mean, are they both rightfully successful in their own ways? Which I think they both are, but yeah. that's just my opinion. It's going to be interesting. Great question. Either way, I think the Patriots. I think the 49ers. So we're going to see, obviously, which team does better. <laughs> that's not really going to answer <laughs> that question at yeah. all. That was an opinion-based question. But anyways, moving on. Question number six, at Spittin' Sports. If you were starting a new NFL franchise and could steal any non-quarterback from another team to put on your team, who would it be? Okay, for one, these questions are really good. <laughs> I know, we have fantastic viewers. I know, I'm pumped about these questions. Um, do you have we an do, Let's just do this every time. Q&A every time. You guys <laughs> oh, ask okay. the questions, we're done. Do you have an answer off the top of your head? Or no? um, I mean, I have two that come to my mind. If I was going to start a franchise, who would I take? Mm-hmm. And besides a quarterback, and I would probably look at a running back. Mm-hmm. Or I guess you could look at a receiver um, or a defensive end. I mean, if you're really looking at <laughs> okay, three what positions, I'm choice. like, I'm all kind of, eh, this is such a good question because I love every position. It depends on the player. I guess if I was going to look at a player, I'd probably go Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that's a really good one. Because he can catch, he can run, he can block, he can do everything for you at the running back position, but he also makes everybody on the offensive side of the ball better. So I think yeah, man, probably Christian McCaffrey for me. Okay, that's really good. I had one in mind, and then I realized that people would think I was stupid, so I'm not going to say that Oh, one. can you say it? We can <laughs> cut it if, they, if it, I think it's stupid. So the person I was going to choose was actually going to be Travis Kelsey. Um, oh, that's not stupid at all. I like I, that answer. You should leave that, but I want to hear the other person you're going to say too. Okay, so I'm going to say that I was going to pick Travis Kelsey, but because he's a tight end, I feel like that would be a little absurd to build an entire team around a tight end. So I'm going to be honest about that, but I also think... Tight ends are changing the game, though, the past few years. 
So I think just with his skill and then also his attitude and his leadership, I think that he would be a really good person to build a team around or just have be like the leader of your team. But then I was thinking, and I agree, I think you would probably want to pick like a running back or a receiver. So by default of my bias, I'm going to pick D-Hop because I just think that you can't go wrong with him. And you can pretty much put any quarterback back there and you'll be successful. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's a great answer. But also, I do want to throw a little respect to the defensive side of the ball. So let's give an answer for the defensive side. Do you have somebody in mind? So I know he's like, I mean, he's not in his prime prime, but I still would stick with J.J. Watt. I think that he defensively, historically, has been somebody you can absolutely build an entire defense around. Um, so I'm going to pick him, even though I think, like, I mean, there's obviously way better people at this point in time. But but not really. I think that he's still great in his own right. Yeah, I think that he's injuries. a leader. I mean, he yeah, exactly. He's just had injuries. So if he was healthy. Yeah. Okay. Who's yours? Um, I'd say probably Khalil Mack. Mm, mm-hmm. He's a tank. I mean, all around, he just makes your team better. Literally makes your team better in so many different aspects. He's versatile. He can. I mean, he's just he's a great player on the defensive side of the ball. So I think it'd probably be him. But I will say this: if he wouldn't have had the on-field issue, Miles Garrett really would have been in my consideration. I think my younger no offense, JJ Watt, my favorite. <laughs> my younger choice would be Aaron Darnold, probably. That's also true. We can't we can't even not say his name in this conversation. Yeah. Okay, we took this question to its limits. <laughs> but it was fun. Hey, yeah. we can make that a whole conversation for a podcast episode. All right, moving on. Number seven. This is also from a guest that we've had on the podcast, The Future of Baseball. Go check it out after this episode if you want. Yeah. Of course, after you check out the previous episodes <laughs> we mentioned. Anyways, at The Future of Baseball asked us, who do you think will win the 60-game season in the MLB? And I'm just going to say this right here, right now, before mm-hmm. you answer. I have no idea because this is a throw-up. This is something that nobody in MLB history has mm-hmm. ever seen. I mean, this is 60 games opposed to 162. What? Yeah. I mean, I don't. it's a head-scratcher. It's crazy, I know. Do you have a choice? I mean, if I was going to say somebody, I would look at this and I would look at it almost as if, all right, so I'm going to go down the list of teams and I would look at each player individually and see, all right, who's the most talented team? Mm-hmm. Not who's the best team. Yeah. Not who has the most camaraderie who is individually the most talented when they line up to bat, to pitch, to whatever the case may be for the game. So I think that I would probably go with the Dodgers because that's the obvious answer because, my God, the talent that they acquired this year, the talent that they've been acquiring, I mean, it's pretty incredible, the team that they have. So I think that that's where I would lean. Yeah. But I, I don't. it's a toss-up. I don't know. I know. Originally, I was going to actually say that, too, and I don't know, like, I've admitted this a million times, I don't know a ton about baseball teams in general. Like, obviously, I know the sport, but I do not keep up with who's traded to where and all of the moves that have been made, and I know there's been a lot of changes, but I was going to say them just for the reason of they've gotten closer and closer to, like, you know, winning the World Series than they have in the past. And so I just think, well, like you said, with the moves that they have made, which were like headlines, so that's why I know about them, um, then I think that that kind of sets them up for success, especially since it is such a shorter season. Like, you don't have to go through the ebbs and flows a normal MLB season kind of has historically. So I think if you can just be successful for a shorter period of time, then you're set up for some real success. Yeah, no, I agree. Either way, it's going to be really exciting to see how these players adjust and acclimate to this new season in mm-hmm. 60 games. Especially after all this drama. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so moving on, question number eight. Once again, another guest that we had on the podcast. So this one's from Sevi Podcast, and this is our NBA prediction, essentially. And this mm-hmm. is 
We could take a whole episode and a half to discuss this, which we may have already, but long story short, we will in the future whenever we kind of figure out more things. We want to put in that a lot of players are kind of discussing and figuring out if this is the right move for them to play, Yeah. if they shouldn't play. We already discussed kind of Kyrie's decision or what he said. Yeah. Um, There's also been, like, family decisions regarding, like, health concerns and stuff like that. So I think there's just a lot of things that are up in the air to be able to truly pick um, who we would think would win. Because, I mean, Avery Avery Bradley just said he's not going to be playing and he's on the Lakers, which would be a strong contender. So there's a lot of factors to take into consideration that we don't know for sure yet. But that being said, my pick, I'm still going to stick with the Bucks. So I picked this in another podcast episode, just like talking through hypotheticals. Um, and I'm going to stick with the Bucks just because they're young, they are healthy, um, and I think that they just have proven a lot in the regular season. And I feel like they they know they have a lot to prove in the postseason too. Yeah, no, I was going to say the exact same thing. I was going to stick with the answer that I said, which was the Celtics. And yeah. that's because I think that they're young. I think that they have been in... I wouldn't say they've been in the most experienced moments, but they've been in experienced moments. They've played LeBron. I mean, they've had some great tests, and yeah. now they know how to get over those hurdles, and, and I think that they have the opportunity to have the chance, too. So I think I th- that's also kind of shocking, which because I'm pretty sure that if you ask 10 people, 9 out of 10 would pick a team from the Western Conference. But I think, like... And I mean, honestly, though, if you were to ask us... Probably what the past six years? Yeah, we would have ten picked, years maybe. Yeah. We would have picked a Western Conference team. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But we will obviously, like we said, probably have a whole episode on this once it's kind of more finalized on who's participating. Exactly. We just need to figure out exactly who's playing on whose team and and all that stuff, and then we can actually dive deeper and analyze it and give you guys kind of our thoughts. So moving on, and this is also another <laughs> yeah. podcast guest of ours. At this point, we have to say it every time. I know. Go listen. <laughs> I like that. All right. So the MVP podcast asked us two questions. I don't think the first question, I think it was more of a joke, but we're going to say it. Okay. Favorite guest so far? Ooh. Can we say everyone? Yeah. So I think I have absolutely loved every single person we've talked to on the podcast because I think this was just an element of podcasting we didn't ever expect to venture into. And so being able to interview people and hear everybody's stories and thoughts has been super fun. I did love um, talking to Dr. Ziggy Siegfried because I just think it was interesting to get somebody's perspective that's not similar to pretty much any other guests we've had on. But I will say, I think maybe some of my fav- one of my favorites is still to come. So, we'll see. Damn, you actually said somebody? I didn't think you were going to say somebody. Now I got to say somebody. No, I was just saying I like the perspective of somebody outside, but I loved literally every conversation. I really like talking to other podcasters, too, because it, like, makes you feel like if you have a technical difficulty, you're not like, they're like, oh, this is happening. I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) And you're like, oh, thank God. But I guess favorite guest so far, I don't know. Honestly, this is stupid and people are going to be pissed, but can I say you? Because, like, I never thought that we would do a podcast together and it's pretty exciting and fun to always have, like. Yeah. You on here with me to talk to? I'll take it. (laughs) Can we take that? People are going to be mad. People will not take that, but you are. Thank you. I appreciate it. Winner. Moving on. Most difficult challenge we have had to face with podcasting. I'm pretty sure I just mentioned it. Um, Actually, I'm going to say two challenges. One of them has definitely been during this period of time, like technical difficulties have come up. And it's not so much like a challenge, but just like annoying because it's not for any reason that we've done something wrong, our guest has done something wrong, but it just is like something has to happen almost nearly every time, which is a bit frustrating. So not so much a challenge, but just like a test of patience. And then I, I got your second one. Okay. I already know what you were going to say. Okay. What is it? 
it's going to be the fact that we're in quarantine and we have a sports podcast and sports aren't obviously going on. Yeah, I definitely think that made us pivot. If you've seen Friends, pivot. <laughs> um, pivot, pivot. Um, but I think it's definitely made us pivot. I would say it's been a challenge, but then it's also been super fun because to the point of mentioning everybody we've loved having on the podcast and your first question, I think that we never would have done interviews, I don't think, pretty much ever. Well, that's what I was going to say. Without COVID, without this quarantine period, it would have never made us even consider Mm-mm. to have people on the podcast because originally this was just a podcast for us to just talk sports highlights, talk sports news, and just discuss it for 30 minutes. And that yeah. was it. Not have somebody else on here and talk about their brand or their love for sports or, or their, their life, stories or their life yeah. or whatever the case may be. So it's been an amazing time because... It's became so much more than what we thought it would be. And also, it's became so much more than what we ever really wanted it to be. And that's fantastic. It's amazing. Yeah. I will also say, though, like, aside from the interviews, it still has remained a challenge because we still do these episodes where we, like, are just talking amongst ourselves. So we've definitely gotten creative or tried to get creative on bringing conversations or topics that people would still be interested in hearing when there's no live sports. So that has been a bit of a challenge. But... We're trying to make the most of it, and it's turned out to be still super fun. Yeah, so thank you everyone who submitted their questions. We really appreciate it. We had an amazing time discussing it. If you guys couldn't tell, we kind of got off topic. We ranted. We discussed amongst ourselves because, well, that's kind of what we do. We don't have a script normally. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So we hope that you guys enjoyed. And make sure that you are leaving a rating, leaving a review. We would absolutely love to read it and get your feedback. And then also stay tuned and stay subscribed because, like we said, we have some really good interviews coming up that we're super pumped about. And then also, like we mentioned earlier, there's live sports coming back, so you can expect us to be covering off on all of that as well. So make sure you're tuning in. Exactly. And if you want a little daily fix, hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on Facebook, GG Talk Sports. And like we always say at the end of every podcast episode, thank you so much to everybody on the front lines. Thank you so much to everybody doing their part during these crazy times. We hope everybody's staying safe, staying well. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time.